calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This hairy tale, Story Club members, might make you step away from your pet cat if you have one. It's one I call Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Werecat? Cora Leonard's family invited Wendy on a picnic to Overlook Point. It's a beautiful spot, Cora had said. It overlooks the ocean, which is how it got its name. Wendy Duval had moved next door to Cora Leonard's house a week previously. She noticed that all the Leonards had the same beautiful eyes as Cora, emerald green. Cora's mom, Callie, had curly auburn hair. Her dad, Alex, was always smiling and seemed to be enjoying a private joke. Her six-year-old little brother, Leon, was always poking at you and then smiling. Really annoying. They all loaded up the minivan and headed down the highway together. The beautiful March day was a warm contrast to the long stretch of winter chill that had overstayed its welcome. Wendy felt good and was looking forward to getting to know Cora and her family better. Her new neighbors seemed really nice and welcoming so far. Wendy didn't know anyone else in her new town yet and was grateful for the company. She had immediately bonded with Cora when they met in their front yards. The news report on the radio spoiled the good feeling. There have been a number of cattle mutilations in the area over the past several weeks, the news announcer said, that mountain lions or some other large predators are coming down from the hills to prey upon the livestock. Two sheep were recently discovered on Craven Farm near Overlook Point. It's advised to be aware of these predators. Cora's dad changed the station to some music. Overlook Point was a steep grassy cliff painted with purple wildflowers. The sun hung low in the western sky, making everything golden. The blue sea beyond appeared endless as it ebbed against the pink horizon. We got a late start, Cora's mom said. We'd better dig into this food before we're eating in the dark. Cora's parents spread out a blanket and lugged out baskets stuffed with food. Leon sat on the ground, playing with some toy cars, making them crash into each other. The banquet of food strewn across the blanket looked incredible. 
double-decker sandwiches, gallons of soda, aged cheese and crackers, a basket of fresh fruit. Starving, Wendy ate three sandwiches, a half a watermelon, six slices of cheese, and slurped down two orange sodas. Stuffed, Wendy wanted to lie back and take a nap on the soft, warm grass. It almost hurt to move. She was so full. The Leonard family would probably have to roll her back into the minivan. Let's take a walk, Cora said, grabbing the sleeve of Wendy's shirt. It'll make you feel better. I can barely move, Wendy said. Can't we just hang here? We could, but you'll miss the best place on Earth to check out that sunset. It's not too far, and you'll thank me later. After some more coaxing, Wendy agreed to go with Cora. It did feel better to walk and get some blood away from her swollen stomach and into her legs. During their walk, Wendy sneezed. Somebody must have a cat around here. Gesundheit, Cora said. Are you coming down with a spring cold? No, I'm probably allergic to something here. Maybe there's a cat around. I'm terribly allergic to those. I don't see any cats, Cora said, scanning around. They continued walking down the trail toward the ocean. Feeling sentimental, Wendy thanked Cora for befriending her. It's hard to be different, Cora said. I know exactly what it feels like to be the outsider. People can be so cruel to those who they deem unusual. They shun anyone who's not part of the norm. It's really lame if you ask me. How are you different? Wendy asked, wondering why anyone wouldn't have Cora as a friend. Do you believe that a person could become something else? You mean like switching religions or political parties? No, Cora said. Nothing like that. I mean, physically becoming something else. Transforming into another animal. That's impossible, Wendy said. Cora's jade eyes flashed as if on fire. Then I'll show you, doubter. Cora's nose began to elongate. Fur sprouted over her face and hands. It had a rust color to it. She started to take on a feline appearance. Her flat white teeth grew into dagger-like fangs. Her short fingernails extended into three-inch claws. She resembled a jungle cat, a Bengal tiger walking on its hind legs. I'd run now if I were you, Cora growled. Without looking back, Wendy ran. Her legs dug into the sandy trail and she sprinted up the hill, her heart pumping hard. Was the Cora turned werecat chasing her? She wished she hadn't eaten so much. The food slowed her down and she felt sick. Wendy arrived at the picnic area to warn Cora's family about what happened. But the entire Leonard family was gone. Wendy sought safety inside the minivan, but trying the doors frantically, she found them all locked. Low growls came from behind her. Cora was peering at her. Her eyes seemed to glow green in the blood-red sunset. She bared her fangs into an almost smile. Three more rust-colored werecats emerged from the conifer tree line along the edge of the point. Two adults and a smaller one, a cub, the Leonard family. The predators spread out, forming a semicircle around Wendy. Their pearly white teeth were bared, and their ivory razor claws glinted off the dying sunlight. Wendy's tired, throbbing legs carried her back down the trail toward the beach. Cats, she remembered, don't like water. If she waded out into the surf, they'd leave her alone. She could figure out what to do after that. Running down the trail toward the sunset-soaked beach, it all started to make sense. Cora and her family didn't bring her out here for a picnic. She was the picnic. That's why they barely ate anything while she stuffed herself. They were fattening her up for the kill. They knew Wendy wouldn't be able to run fast if she was full of food. 
talk about eating yourself to death. Wendy hit the beach, stumbled across the sand, and then tumbled into the surf. The green ocean water felt about two degrees warmer than ice. She immediately went numb from her feet to her waist where the water engulfed her. The streak of tigers appeared on the beach. A group of tigers was called a streak. Wendy remembered reading that. They all peered at the frothy waves lapping onto the sandy shore. Wendy screamed at them to go away, but they just waited on the edge of the beach, occasionally wetting their paws, but not advancing further into the water. Wendy grinned and shouted, I've won! I've beaten you! Cats hate water! She could stay in the frigid water as long as it took, Wendy told herself. Somebody would come eventually. Help would arrive. The werecats bared their fangs and then began to stalk out into the surf toward her. They didn't seem to mind the water. In fact, they looked quite comfortable. With horror, Wendy suddenly remembered reading that tigers actually like water. They'll swim out into the water to fetch prey if they must. Wendy's smile faded as the sun died beyond the horizon, making everything the color of blood. Whoa. I wonder if Cora and her family eat Wendy, or adopt her into their secret werecat family. If it's the latter, that might be a little hard with Wendy's lifestyle since she has strong cat allergies. Anywho, let's lighten the mood with a fun fact, okay? Did you know that werecats are shapeshifters similar to werewolves? Were means man in Greek. For thousands of years, cultures in Africa, Asia, and Europe believed that people transformed into animals, particularly cats and wolves. Werecats can also be called by their specific cat type, such as were-lion, were-tiger, were-lynx, and were-jaguar. My little dogs, Spike and Renfield, don't like this story much because cats make them nervous. I can't say that I blame them after this tale. Sorry, boys. But you know what I'm not sorry about? Dressing up Spike and Renfield in the smallest size child story club t-shirts offered at GoKidGo.com. After all, my dogs are my kids right now, and they look adorable. Plus, I think the story club style has seriously improved their street cred. The German shepherd who lives next door is always up against the fence growling at my two little guys when we go out for a walk. But when Spike and Renfield popped out their story club tees this morning, that German shepherd zipped it. You do not mess with a story club member sporting their threads from GoKidGo.com. Phantom hunters are tough. And as you know, my devoted listeners, I am the ultimate tough phantom hunter. <laughs> Join me back here tomorrow, if you dare. Ivy out. Go, kid, go. Do you like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.